Hey fellas, here we are again. Welcome back. I know last time I said we'd be moved into the new house uh, this episode, and you know what? That's the truth. I'm in a new room. I'm in a new house. We're in a new city in northern Utah. We moved a little further north. I think it's not enough information for anybody out there that would want to find me. Uh, so we were in Orem, Utah, down by Provo, by BYU and all that good stuff down there. But uh, now I am in West Jordan. So we're a little further north, up by Salt Lake City, which is exciting. There's a lot of stuff we like to do in Salt Lake City. So that'll be a lot of fun. To be able to take a bike ride up there, I, I think it's like 12 or 16 miles in that range. I know a four-mile range is a little bit for a bike. But there's a nice trail that goes up there. I'll have to get a bike first. Because if you are a longtime fan of the podcast and are familiar with the lore of the podcast, my bike was destroyed. I think I've mentioned that a couple times now. But yeah, I enjoyed riding my old bi- my dad's bike in the uh, in Boulder City. That was good. I think I said that as well. I have a hard time remembering what I've said on here. But anyway, getting into it. Uh, over the last, I guess, being in Boulder City and even just the other day, I was thinking about earlier today that uh i've seen a lot of people that i didn't see for a long time or haven't really talked to like in person or i mean over the computer even like voice talked and just some old friends and everything and i feel like when i get put in that scenario where it's somebody that i really really enjoy i uh i just try to fill them in on everything i've thought about imagined or everything that's ever happened to me in my entire life, I try to just give it to them right there all at the same time, which isn't uh, not a great way to get the information out there. But thanks to everybody for being patient with me. I think we've had a good time. I at least did. I oh, I feel bad. I saw my buddy Clark, who's been on here a few times. Saw him the other day. We went and saw Hannibal Burris play a, a deal in Provo, which was funny that he came to Provo. But yeah, I hadn't, uh, hadn't seen Clark in over a year because of good old pandemic, and so I tried to tell him everything at the same time, and afterwards I realized, man, I really just let him have it. So hopefully that wasn't the worst experience <laughs> on earth. But, you know, that's it. I'm getting better. I think that's part of who I am. I just kind of talk. I just let it fly. And yeah, people have stuck around, so I must not be injuring everyone's ears too bad. I'm also not going to apologize because after that conversation with Jeff, which if you've listened to it, uh, go back. It was a pretty good one. I enjoyed talking to Jeff a couple weeks ago, but that is a thing. I, I apologize a lot. I apologize for just whatever I kind of preemptively think about what people are going to feel or whatever, and that it stops you from doing stuff. I think this is getting really into last week's episode too, but if it's not, then there's a brand new thing for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not apologizing for little stuff like that anymore when I'm not sure that I have even done anything wrong, just preemptively trying to cover my bases in that sense. Last night, I, my wife and I viewed the season finale of Bachelor in Paradise, and if you, we've gotten into this habit over the last couple of years, my wife and I of watching reality television and just, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say like yelling at it or slam dunking on it or anything like that because we enjoy watching it and as fake as it seems, sometimes it's still a lot of fun to watch the people and the drama and the, you know, 
all the stuff unfold. It's a, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. It's hilarious. But uh, we've watched, I think, a season of The Bachelorette. Did we watch? We watched a season of The Bachelor as well. But the last season of The Bachelorette, that's that's key to the, the story, the narrative here of Bachelor in Paradise. So for a quick rundown, Bachelorette, one lady, a bazillion guys, they all hang out. They all date the same person at the same time. And everyone's mad at each other, basically, the entire show. That's how The Bachelor worked anyway, with, with the genders swapped, where there's one guy and a bunch of girls. They were kind of mean to each other, and everyone's... I mean, it, it is a competition at the end of the day, but with The Bachelorette, it was very interesting. I have, This is the first season of The Bachelorette I've seen, so I don't know if this is how it is every time. But a bunch of the guys were just great friends, the bromance was strong between like a bunch of dudes and you'd see a guy go home and they'd all be sad about it. They were all friends. They were very obviously friends with each other. And that was my favorite part of the show. I could care less if they ended up getting married to whoever it was at the end, the bachelorette, the whole, the main bulk of the story for me was in the friendships they made along the way. But there were bachelor in paradise. The idea of that is they take a bunch of bachelor contestants and put them on like an island thing and make classic garbage reality TV out of it where they all try to date each other as opposed to one person dating 12 or however many it is. I think it was like 30 at the beginning of last one, which is outrageous. But yeah, so it's like more of a regular, they're all dating each other, but they were all participants in The Bachelor. The important part here is there were two guys that were particularly good friends on the, the last season of The Bachelorette that were both on Bachelor in Paradise. And several episodes in, it was apparent that they were just going to hang out with each other and become even better friends. And watching, if you if you care about The Bachelor in Paradise or whatever, I'm about to spoil it, so don't just blank out for a couple minutes. Anyway, they're, they become great friends. The whole show, people make little remarks here and there where they're like, those two guys, it's like they don't care about the girls at all. It's like they're here just to do their own thing and be together because they neither of them had a really steady relationship going the whole time, which was the idea, which was, I guess, the purpose of the show was to have them get married or engaged or whatever at the end. But they were just hanging out and talking and lifting weights and classic bro stuff. I don't know. They seemed like good guys. And at the very end, when everyone's supposed to be solidifying their relationships and taking each other to the engagement, whatever you do, they were all talking to each other. The one guy, James, goes, "What the guy's names are James and Aaron. James goes to the girl he met a couple days before. That was They were kind of hitting it off. She was like, ooh, I hope he likes me back. And he said, I'm not in a place to really pursue a relationship. She was sad. And then he, obviously, since that's it, there's no one else for him to try to court. He's like, well, time to go home. And that's what they do. They find out that they're, or they decide more or less, hey, I'm out of here. There's no one else I want to get together with and previously Aaron had kind of been with one girl a couple of girls or whatever and tried to didn't really work out he had a really new relationship but the point here the beautiful part of this show and I'm usually just like well that was garbage I'm not into <laughs> I don't really care about the romance part of it sure it's good it's fun to watch that a little bit but the best part was James goes back to the tent or whatever where Aaron, the other guy, was after talking to the girl and kind of breaking up with her. And he goes back and <laughs> says to him, 
hey, we came in together. Let's get out of here together, baby. Let's uh, let's take off. And so Aaron goes to the girl that he was kind of hitting it off with, and she was liking him. And then he just says, see ya, I'm out of here with my boy. And that was it, man. The bromance won at the end. And I know you might not care about Bachelor at all, but or any of that, but I just, let me tell you, of my years of watching reality TV, watching uh, what I never thought would happen, where I, I was saying from the beginning, watching Bachelor or anything, I was like, I want them to either fall in love with the host or two of the guys to like go off on their own and like forget the premise of the show. And that was it. It finally, something to that effect happened. It was a glorious moment. I was very pleased with the whole ordeal. It was great. I can't even... I can't even tell you how uh, it all built up to that moment for me. It was good. Trashy reality television, 10 out of 10, if you just need something to kind of watch while you talk to whoever you're with. Watch it with friends. I can't imagine watching that stuff by myself. That's enough about reality television. I guess it brings me to my next topic, reality television, and watching people try to date each other, and just thinking about dating in general, and life in general, just with people and relationships. Not even romantic relationships is what I'm trying to say. Just everybody. Just communicating feelings. Just telling somebody how you feel and what you think and how much trouble you can avoid by being honest and doing your best to speak your feelings. I talked about how I apologize all the time about things that I probably don't need to apologize for. But I I feel like that is me having a hard time communicating my feelings a little bit. Because we all need to, we need to just take a second and be like, we're all human beings. There are certain things that everyone's going to do that's just part of being a human being. And so communicating feelings, we're all going to feel stuff. You shouldn't feel bad for what you're feeling. I guess it's how you act on it. Don't go out there and be a ding dong. Again, I've said it a million times. I'm not trying to tell you what to do here. I'm just trying to share my experience and my advice. So don't make a bad choice and blame me for it. But communicating is made so difficult, and I've heard about it within just the sphere of dating. I feel like it's it's such this backwards thing, and I guess that's on my mind with, like, reality TV, where it's like, you can't just say, I like you, because that's, like, taboo or something. You can't tell somebody how you feel about them, because, hey, who knows if they'll... I guess it's hard, because they might not reciprocate it, and then you're all sad. But I think there's something... There's a, It's very important to be comfortable in feeling sadness in feeling uncomfortable in feeling oh I've got some more thoughts on that but be comfortable with confrontation went into that last week a little bit just you got to be able to sit in those feelings of sadness of discomfort of like emotional not trauma but you know yeah uh, I guess being sad you got to be able to be sad we went to a walk on Saturday just after moving into our house. So, I mean, it was a really draining weekend. But October is Infant Loss Awareness Month. And so we went to a walk uh, remembering our son who passed away. And it was just a bunch of stuff that was happening. Obviously, it was was basically a bunch of strangers crying in a park. (laughs) But uh, didn't feel like a bunch of strangers at the end of the day. Great group. It was a great experience. Uh... I wouldn't say that it was like fun. The park we went to was beautiful. And it was a beautiful day. It rained a little bit and then it was all green and everything. Super nice. But I was thinking the whole time how it is easy to avoid those feelings. It's easy to run from that. 
and to not to just say, Hey, that's really hard. That's hard to deal with. That's hard to, it's hard to be in those feelings of extreme sadness and everything, but you need to do it. And for me, at least I need to every once in a while, just remember this is sad, but you move on. It's, it's important to feel that so that, you know, you kind of emotional, emotionally mature in that sense. You move forward, you keep going and you, you grow. You're able to handle those feelings better in the future. You become more mentally healthy. Mental health, big deal. It's a huge deal. Talk to somebody about your feelings. A very important thing while I was thinking about what to talk about on this podcast today, uh, my cousin Josh, we were talking about just our experience with losing a child and everything. And he said, you got to be careful because he's had some experiences. I won't go into a ton of detail because that's his thing, but he uh, has had experiences where he's been very sad and had things like that go on. But he told us, be careful with, because you love people and people want to help. They want to do their best to help you out and alleviate any of the pain or sadness you're feeling. But I think it is important to recognize, he told us just there's a threshold that everyone that you'll hit with people as close as you are with them, as anything, as good of friends as you are, there is a threshold where they will, it will overwhelm them to hear about your problems and things. And that's why I'll always advocate therapy. Find a therapist because that's their whole thing is to do that for you. But yeah, I just, I really, I really enjoyed that because you do need to talk about it. It's, there's kind of this fine line you got to walk, but at the end of the day, that's it. I think finding a therapy, going to therapy, if you are having any struggles like that is a great thing. And I hope if you do have any of those problems, you're in a position to where you can talk to somebody like that because it's helped me immensely. So talk about your feelings, communicate. Don't worry too much. I mean, just being open, I guess if you begin to be open as soon as possible or the earlier, the better, it will become easier and people will understand more that you're just trying to be okay. And it's, uh, it's also okay to not be okay and just kind of cruise. Sometimes you need that. But being open, very important. I didn't mean to get that heavy today, but I guess I did. <laughs> I'm not going to not gonna lie to you. I guess I, uh, I planned on talking about some of that stuff because I think it's, it's very important. Let me see what else I got on the agenda here. You know, I think we'll keep it short this week. I don't even know if it's been 10 minutes. But we'll see how long this one is. Well, I guess my last one was really long, so. Well, I guess the last one was 20 minutes, but that's all I've got. That's all we're doing for today. We're in the new house. It's great. I have been exhausted. Moving is exhausting. It's not my favorite thing to do, but hey, it's my favorite thing to have already done. You know what I mean? I kept saying I'm ready for it to just be Monday because then I will have already moved my things into the house. And we did it. Uh, so that's it. I'll catch you guys at the next one. If you have any questions you want to be on here, you want to talk about anything, feel free to let me know. I'll gladly bring you on. So yeah, catch you later. See you.